Welcome to the Soul Full Podcast. I'm your host, Audrey. This podcast is all about nourishing the mind, body, and soul. Whether it be personal growth, fuel, or movement, I'm here to support you as we are on this ever-flowing journey together. Hello, and welcome back to another episode with me. Um, Today's episode is going to be all about sweating and perspiration. Um, I have a little bit of my own personal journey with this, um, as I'm sure many people do, whether they realize or not, Um, and a bit of, I guess, info to share on the topic. So I guess I would like to start by just saying how you sweat actually matters, and it has a different outcome than sweating versus one way versus another. The root cause of your sweat really is what it is. Um, And I know that might sound like a totally foreign concept, but don't worry, I'm going to get into it and break it down. Um, We sweat all the time, even when you're not working out, in your sleep, um, you know, when you're sick, when in your day-to-day life, when you walk to work, like when you don't notice that you're sweating, you are indeed still sweating, just probably a smaller amount than you would if you were working out. Or maybe you're someone who naturally is sweating a lot all the time, or someone who doesn't sweat a lot naturally. Um, like me, I'm not naturally someone that, that sweats a lot. But I've learned a lot about this, actually. Um, and so I guess as I was you know, reflecting today, that's why I felt called to just come on my phone and start recording about this. Um, so I want to start with going back into, uh, an episode that I listened to, um, must have been, um, about three years ago. Um, and it was a podcast episode on Be Well by Callie, I I think, I'm not quite sure. Um, I'm pretty sure it was one of hers and it was one on exercise and it must have been like one of her first four episodes. I know I've mentioned, uh, before that I got some info from another episode at the beginning of her podcast series. Um, and this is something that um, I've held on to me, all the knowledge, the little nuggets of knowledge um, that I've learned through her and through so many people I try to um, hold on to to create my own plethora of um, knowledge that I cross over with my own experience in life. Um, and it was a researcher and they were speaking about um, how different types of sweat smell differently. And so this is connecting to what I initially said about how you sweat matters. The root cause of your sweat matters because the way that we experience the sweat um, will change from one thing to another. And actually, before we even get into this, I wanted to say like sweating is one of the most important things that your body does. It's how we remove toxins. We remove toxins by the three P's, which are pee, poo, and perspire. Um, And so basically, like anytime your body is like something is coming out of your body, that is your body getting rid of, you know, toxins and bacteria that it doesn't want. Like when you're sick and you have a runny nose, your your nose isn't just, you know, 
saying like, oh, I'm sick, so I don't work today, and that's why all this liquid is coming out of me. No, your nose is trying to remove all the things that it doesn't want, right? So when you blow your nose, for example, it's so much better to do that than to sniffle and hold it in because these are things your body is actively trying to remove. The same way when, you know, you have a sore throat and it's all clogged up and, you know, like phlegm is coming up. Phlegm isn't just like there for, you know, just just by chance because your body can't clean itself because it's sick. It's actually trying to gather all of the material that it doesn't want and like eject it out of your body. And so that's why, for example, when you're super sick or you have a fever and you're you're sweating like crazy and when you have, sometimes I, I've noticed personally, like if, if I've had a fever, which to be honest, maybe only three times in the last 10 years, maybe more or less, no, probably around three times in the last 10 years. But um, actually, I guess I had one when I got my COVID vaccine, so maybe that counts. But anyways... Regardless, when I notice that like I've like a huge sweat in the night, like usually after that, like my body can reach sort of like kind of a breakthrough point where it starts to heal itself more. But it's of course, you know, that sort of path that it gets worse before it gets better. But I feel that in those moments, your body has removed so much of what it doesn't want. And it's its temperature is changing drastically because it's it's trying to, you know, take control to heal itself as as best as it can it's it's doing its best and so it is removing toxins when you're when you know through perspiration and I think we don't think about sweat ever really like we think about like if we smell bad and we think about like if we sweat more than the average person like we think about sweat in comparison from ourselves to other people for example but we don't necessarily think about like how it is a reflection of of your health and how actually the smell of your sweat is also a reflection of your health so i'm going to circle back to what i started uh talking about this be well by kelly and uh, this researcher that she had on and so Referring to the different types of sweat. So this researcher um, spoke about how they studied people who had been um, sweating in different situations. Um, And they took, you know, their sweat and they tested it for a variety of things, um, including they asked for uh, the opinion of complete strangers on the smell. So, for example, they took a series of people who uh, sweat because uh, they were really stressed during a presentation. They had like a big presentation at work or something of that nature, and um, they were super, super stressed, and they were sweating, you know, profusely. Um, and so, what the researchers did was they they took their sweat. Um, on you know some kind of material and they asked you know a variety of strangers how they thought that this smelled and everyone unanimously agreed that it smelled horrible like they were like oh this smells really like really bad bo this smells really bad and everyone was like oh this is not a good smell like this person must have really been been sweating and then the researchers did the same thing with um taking the sweat of people who had just completed a workout class and the workout class involved um 
like a, a workout that people do at the same time together um, that has like some a sort of sense of community like a like a Zumba class or like something like that where you're or or any any class really as long as if it's the category of um, you're really working hard and you're doing it in the same rhythm as other people in the room. Um, and so this has been, you know, scientifically uh, studied and researched to be something that brings us the most joy. We receive happiness from lots of different parts of our lives, but we receive the uh, biggest dosage of our happiness hormones and chemicals released in our brains when we are doing something uh, with people that we care about that's active. So for example, uh, like throwing a football with a a close friend or a sibling on the beach and you're running around and you're catching it or um, playing with a dog can even count I believe or um, if you ever played soccer growing up and you were were with your friends and you're really enjoying it or dancing and you're really loving what you're doing if you feel um, strongly about the people that you're with and you're active in that moment those are the sources the greatest sources of happiness in our lives so they went to these, you know, these specific types of workout classes that they knew had a sense of community, had people moving at the same time, like a Melissa Wood Health probably would be a perfect example if you've heard of her. Um, and um, they, they took the sweat from the people who completed those classes and they gave it to the same set of strangers as well as totally different strangers. And unanimously across the board, they agreed that they didn't think it smelled bad at all. And it's so interesting because we've grown up being so accustomed to thinking that sweat smells bad. If I sweat, I will smell bad. And it's so interesting to notice the difference between the root cause of the sweat. So if you are stressed and you're sweating out of stress, your stress, sweat, will literally smell way worse than sweat of someone who was happy and sweating. And it doesn't mean that, you know, all, all athletes, um, their gear will never, will never sweat. I'm sure also, especially a professional athlete, there's a lot of moments of stress in those games. It's not just moments of pure joy, right? So of course those will still, any sort of athlete will still experience probably smelly, um, clothes. But what this is really, I guess about is is in the big picture of things and I think so if you notice that you're smelling really bad all the time and um your clothes are smelling and like you're washing your clothes but they don't smell great still and you're having like a um you're just experiencing like a lot of odor especially if you um don't wear deodorant maybe you would notice it more um but this can be an indication of your uh, your health and in, in specifically your stress levels. Of course, um, it can relate to many other things, including um, the contents of any deodorant or antiperspirant that you wear. Um, aluminum is in a lot of uh, deodorants and it will actually, like a lot of the chemicals in uh, normal deodorants that you'll find at the grocery store or antiperspirants actually block your pores and clog them and it makes it hard Um, And when your body eventually does uh, start sweating stuff out, you will smell worse um, because there's a lot of um, 
built up bacteria that needs to be um, perspired, like you need to sweat it out. Um, but just simply showering um, can even really help with that and just using um, regular soap, whatever um, is best for you. Um, but it's just, it's so interesting. So when I think about this as it relates to, you know, just my own experience with it, um, when I was younger, I never really wore deodorant and my mom didn't and actually still, still doesn't, um, which most people would probably think that sounds totally wild because I think the average person wears deodorant or antiperspirant, but, um, it wasn't really until maybe university and I started, I didn't start with deodorant ever. I started cause I wasn't smelling, right? I started specifically with antiperspirant and it was because like, I didn't want to have like a, if I wore like a coat in the winter over my long sleeve and I walked to class and then I got sweaty by the time I got there and I, you know, it was a little bit like wet in your underarm area. I just didn't like want that, right? So I just was wearing um, immediately antiperspirant because the issue for me never was um, smell. I never had um, a phase in my life or, or a time in my life really where I was like really smelly and needed to wear uh, deodorant purely for that um which is so interesting but then I noticed whenever I didn't wear antiperspirant that I was super smelly um and I think this a lot of it has to do with um exactly what I was talking about earlier like in undergraduate degree I don't think I was ever really living in a state of inner peace I think a lot of the time like I was on like high alert and like in my uh, cortisol and my dopamine and, and everything was going, you know, probably in such dramatic spikes because I lived such a dramatic life. And I know that sounds um, a little bit funny, but I, I really think we did like waking up, going to class, coming home or eating like a bagel after school, which is like totally good. Love bagels. But like if your only food is like a cheese, poor cheese bagel and a chai latte and then, you know, later you're, you know, going out with your friends for beers and wings and fries, and, like, that's your diet, like, where are the vegetables? <laughs> like, how do you ever expect to maintain normal levels of energy or normal levels of, like, satisfaction from your food or um, normal even moods? Like, all these things... Um, are so affected by the food that you put in your body. And it should never be about limiting any one type of food or uh, any sort of experience that you're having. It should just be really more about like focusing on what you want to add into your life. Um, so just adding in more vegetables. For example, if I wanted to have, you know, a, a bagel and, and a chai latte, yeah, go for it. But like also maybe before you go to class, start with like some kind of fruit and like cheese seed pudding or something like that or a smoothie and get those vegetables in your body so that by the time you do choose to have a bagel and chai latte, your um, enzymes have been and in your gut has been coated with the fiber that's being broken down from the fruit and the vegetables specifically, if you put vegetables in your smoothie. Um, I know that it might sound a bit weird. I think most people put spinach in their smoothie, but also if you wanted to put in, like I always put in frozen cauliflower or um, I've even put in frozen green peas. I know that sounds also a bit strange, but you can hide the flavors quickly, um, easily, sorry, depending on uh, what you're, what you're making, mixing them with. But just adding in like some 
uh, vegetables will also be super helpful. And I also try not to blend my smoothie until it's like juice liquid because basically you've blended a lot of the fiber that your body would naturally have to break down more. Um, and I also just like my smoothies a bit like more frozen and thick. And a lot of my um, things are frozen. So when I blend them, I stop it when it's more like a, like a, um, how would you even describe this? Like almost like a, you know how there's like chunks in a slushy? Not chunks, but very small, like broken down. But you can still see that they are thousands and thousands of little pieces of food, if that makes sense. And it's not like a juice. And the reason it's like that mostly is because it's frozen, not because I have like different chunks of unblended food <laughs> but um anyways this is now going on a really unre- irrelevant tangent but just adding in more vegetables I think would have been helpful for me during that time um so of course also I was never gonna smell good because where where was my sweat coming from probably mostly from this traumatic lifestyle and stress And I think, honestly, I was so stressed. I was stressed about school. I was stressed about money. I was stressed about, like, my love life. I was just living, I think, in a state of stress without even knowing it, which I'm I'm so glad I didn't know it because I think, like, wow, if, if I, like, went from my current life now and I went back to living that life and experiencing all those things every day, I think I would be a lot more sad just because I would be aware of, like, how life is supposed to be and where it currently is. Um, and now obviously I have the tools and the experience to change my life because I've built a totally different lifestyle from, um, what I had in university, but it just, um, is crazy of me to think about. And I have these real life experiences and I, so what brought this up about perspiration was like today and my, I went to the gym this morning. So yesterday morning I showered and then I had this huge event that I ran for my entire school. Um, and it was so fun and I think it went well, but, um, I was a bit stressed, um, at some point during the day and, um, I'm sure I was sweating as I was like running around, checking on everyone, making sure everything was going smoothly. And then I had like one sort of experience that, well, that definitely stressed me out. And then I think running around, checking on people while being stressed and upset about something. And then, you know, X, Y, Z. And in the grand scheme of things, like, of course, everything was fine and everything is fine. Um, But in the moment, I was upset. And um, I noticed just like today. So I had showered yesterday morning and I rinse my body every single night before I get into the covers. It's just like how I sort of unwind um, with my like candles on and the eucalyptus in my shower. And it smells so nice. It's like my little evening routine, which I just love so much. Um, But I just noticed that, I guess, like yesterday, by the end of the day, I was like, oh my God, I smell so bad. And I didn't, I had kind of noticed it yesterday, but I just was like, whatever, I was just going home. Um, And uh, then this morning when I got up and I just, I just immediately like, well, I was on my phone for a bit this morning, which is not usually what I do when I wake up, but I was. Then I went to the gym, and then when I was at the gym, I was like, wow, I really do not smell good. And I was so confused because I haven't smelled bad in a while. (laughs) And then I realized, like, oh my God, 
it was yesterday that I had this, you know, whole big day and I was stressed out for most of it. And um, I just realized like, okay, (laughs) well, (laughs) that would be why I smell bad today because that is where, that was the root cause of my, of my sweat. Um, And it's just so interesting. And I noticed it especially, so I wore deodorant slash antiperspirant until I moved to St. Lucia. Um, and then I was like swimming in the ocean twice a day, most days, like especially during quarantine when I was working like fully remote. Um, and I had kind of the day was a bit more up to my own control. Um, not that actually it changed my schedule dramatically, but just because like I didn't have to get up and get ready. So I would like, and class started later and I didn't have to get there like an hour before school started. So, um, I would just, I would get up and, you know, do my swim and come back and, you know, teach my online class and whatever. At the end of the day, I would swim before bed. And um, in my quarantine, actually, is when I started experimenting with not wearing deodorant um, because I just felt like I knew there was aluminum in it and that it was bad for you. And I just, I guess I knew a bit about, um, like, the chemicals that are in, like, a lot of our cleaning products and our shampoos and everything. And I just, I just felt like, okay, well, if I don't really need to use these things, like, (laughs) I think I kind of signed myself up for it, assuming I probably would smell bad, um, because I wasn't fully, I guess, aware at the time, um, because, but I figured, like, oh, I'm not going to see one single person while I'm in quarantine for two weeks, um, and I'm going to be working out, but I'll just, like, you know, shower in my shower after, and it'll be fine, and I noticed, like, I think the first, three days or two days, two or three days, I remember being like, "Mm, I really don't smell good. But then after that, I was like literally putting my nose in my armpit and I couldn't smell a single thing. And I was like, am I just like getting used to it? Maybe this is worse because now I can't tell that I smell bad. And then, you know, I kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And I was like, no, I like actually don't smell at all, which is so funny because I was working out every day. Um, but I hadn't made that connection about, you know, the root cause of my sweat. Um, and then also I wasn't, I think I smelled bad at first because I had been like sweating out all the chemicals and stuff and the bacteria that was, you know, in my, um, like pores and like hair follicles there, um, from my antiperspirant that I had been wearing every day. And, you know, once my body was able to kind of push it out, and, you know, this is just my experience. I'm, I'm not a registered doctor or anything, but a um, medical doctor. But once my body was able to push it out, I stopped having that sort of bad um, sweat smell. And I really haven't worn deodorant since then. And the only times I've ever noticed I smelled bad was like after a long day that was stressful. And it's just so funny because sweating is just something we think about every day. And we're always concerned about it, I feel. Not always, but I feel like it is It is something that people are, like, notice. Like, oh my God, I'm so sweaty, sorry, when they give you a hug. Or, you know, when you come in the door after, you know, a long walk. Or even just, like, coming up the stairs somewhere. Like, woo! <laughs> you know, when you're wearing your coat in the winter. Anyways. Um, but yeah, it's just so interesting how different your experience is with it based on where it came from and I just encourage you like if you're interested to look up 
um, even just some of the chemicals that are in deodorant. If you are interested, I'm not saying you have to, you definitely um, don't need to do anything that I do or that I say. This is just something that I think is interesting and worth looking up. Um, and you can get lots of really good uh, natural deodorant alternatives. I know even at the regular grocery store now they sell some. I think they sell one called Native or something like that. Or Naive? Naive? Something like that. I think it might be Native. Um, I had other ones that I had ordered, but they never arrived for some reason. But they looked super good. I can't remember now the name of them. But anyways... I totally encourage you to check out Natural Deodorant if you're interested. I know I've spoken to one of my other good friends um, also. And um, she was actually telling me that she had also stopped wearing deodorant and she noticed she actually stopped smelling after she stopped wearing it. Um, And we spoke about, you know, all the pores pushing everything out and like our just, just our personal experiences with it. And so that is mine along with... uh, the knowledge that I've been collecting over the years. I hope this was super helpful for you and maybe um, sparked some thought about something that you don't think too much about. I would just like to add, of course, that the purpose of this episode is not to encourage anyone to, you know, walk around like not smelling fresh and um, like not taking care of themselves. The purpose of this episode is just to maybe open your eyes a little bit to the effects of different sources um, of different experiences maybe in our lives um, that cause us to sweat and how they actually have an effect on our external body more than we even think. Um, I also encourage everyone to look at the ingredients in uh, most deodorants and look into the one that you use and maybe look into outsourcing um, or changing to a new type of maybe natural deodorant or something that might actually work better for your body in the long term. I think like if we don't need the excess chemicals then I I feel that it's easy to make the swap and just to give your body something um better for it and of course obviously you can adjust as you go right so um for a while I wasn't wearing deodorant especially when I was swimming in the ocean every day um and I never smelled bad because I was literally never stressed out (laughs) I felt so great um but then obviously when you're life changes and and you change and and your life adjusts then i would encourage you to look into kind of a natural alternative if you feel that um you definitely need to wear deodorant you're someone that needs to wear deodorant i think people perspire differently i know i mentioned earlier that my mom never wore deodorant growing up and she actually still doesn't and she literally doesn't smell bad unless she's like really working out and like it's not in fresh clothes or something but i've never ever really noticed that on her Um, And I think obviously it changes as you move into um, menopause and older age and different phases of life in general. Um, So just be mindful of your own body and what it needs. Like I went on a long hiking uh, trip and camping, uh, long camping and hiking trip, sorry, um, in Norway. And before I went there, then I definitely like used a different deodorant than I would normally use because I knew I'd be wearing the same clothes like sometimes and like 
I couldn't shower. So <laughs> then it was important that I, I just like took the loss basically and used like a conventional deodorant that I know and trust. Whereas my natural deodorant, I wouldn't say like is super effective if I was going to be in a situation where otherwise like would definitely not be smelling fresh. <laughs> so um, you can pick and choose and adjust. But like I think for me, not using conventional deodorant most of the time and then using it if I need it has like added a positive element uh, to my life and I feel like it's met my needs so just know that like it's your control it's it's your life obviously everything is your choice so just make adjustments as as you see fit and you don't have to make any adjustments that you don't want to um so thank you so much I'm just <laughs> tagging this little uh, blurb to the back of the episode because I've just re-listened to it now I recorded it actually in September but it's May and I'm posting it now so I just wanted to add a little update for you there here at the end okay uh all my love and have a fantastic day Audrey